listening to Podding It. I'm your host, Jacob. Hi, how are you doing? Hi, I'm doing well, thanks. How are you doing? Doing good. That's good. So, the thing is recording now, and I have some pretty good questions and all of that. All right, awesome. Okay. Are you ready to get this started? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, okay. The first question is, so tell everyone, like, who you are and, yeah, like, who you are and what you did before you started making music and, yeah. Sure. Um. So, my name is Giselle. Um, that's my actual real name as well as my artist name. Mm-hmm. Um. I've actually been doing... I can't really say I've done anything before music because I've always done music. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> you know, I've had other activities, I guess, you know, like I, I used to paint for fun. I wasn't very good at it. I did acting for a while um, and hmm. dance and karate, you know, stuff like that. But uh, yeah. at, at the core, everything was always music. So that's always been kind of my thing. Um but yeah, that's who I am. I just turned 25 on August 4th. Uh, I live in Los Angeles, wow. California. Yeah, I'm getting old. Um, <laughs> I live in I live in Los Angeles, California. I've been here now for going on four years, and I really like it. Um, I've had great opportunities while living out here, and uh, yeah, that's that's a little bit about me. Oh, I also I write too. I, hmm. I write and I play instruments, so I'm not just a singer, but I also write the lyrics and <laughs> you know do the music, all that. <laughs> huh. That's awesome. Thank you. So, why did you choose to make music? Um, I think I I really chose to make music. I made that decision to write my own stuff probably when I was around nine. Um, mm-hmm. I just was really inspired. I mean, even as like a toddler, I mean, the memories that I can't remember, I guess even as a baby, like I used to just, you know, rock back and forth to music as most babies do, but I was like, I was yeah. trying to hum, like I was trying really hard. And um, once I was old enough, I was singing in the back, even if I didn't know words, I was in the back of the car singing. And I just think that it really hit me. Probably I would say, I remember when I was around four or five, I remember like telling my mom, I was hmm. like, I want to be on the radio one day. Like I want to write music too. Like I like how this music's making me feel like I want to do that for other people. And so I would mm-hmm. say, yeah, around age nine is when I started writing my own music. Huh. Mm-hmm. Cool. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> what is your favorite thing about making music? I would say my favorite thing about making music, um, well, that's kind of hard because, like, there's a few parts I really like. But I would say the, hmm. the favorite part is the very beginning. So uh, for me, at least, a lot of my writing, there have been songs where I sit down and I'm like, all right, we're going to write today, you know, but most mm-hmm. of my songs, like I'll be in my car and I have to pull over. I'm like, I have to voice memo this. I have to write this down. Um, and I would say that's mm. my favorite part is just having the ideas flow through your head and pop into your head. And, and that because to me, that's the favorite part, because that's what creates uh-huh. making the music, you know. So I would say yeah. it's, it's the first step is trying to like either popping in your head or trying to figure out where you want to go musically with an idea you have. Um, that's definitely my favorite part. Hmm. Okay. That's cool. Thanks. <laughs> You're welcome. What is your favorite song 
that you have made? Mm. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this question. Oh man. Um oof. Okay. So for me, all right, for me everything holds a special place in my heart. Like mm-hmm. every song is important. Um and has a meaning. But I guess in in the sense of favorite, like you know, breaking it down, I guess, from like a musician standpoint and also like business wise, I would say if I had a breakdown out of my three recent singles, I won't even, you know, look at my old catalog, but out of my three recent singles, mm-hmm. I would definitely say I think convenience is my favorite just based off of the overall flow of it. Um mm-hmm. and every every aspect of it I really like. But on the same, I don't know, <laughs> this is such a hard question. This, at the same time, I really love Skeletons, how that is like a different sound for me. But also Break Me has a special place in my heart. But I would say out of all all three, hmm. my favorite, favorite, I think right now would be Convenience just because I, the reactions to it too from people have been mm-hmm. so great. And it's, and it's not about them telling me, oh, I love the song, but it's seeing how happy the song makes them. Because that song is about loving yourself too and not being there, you know, oh. for someone's convenience. And so... For me, that's one of my favorites because the message really came across to people and people like send me videos of them singing along to the song all the time. And, you know, they're like, I love this song. Like, it makes me feel good. And that mm. makes me happy. So I would say that that song's really mm. done its job and it's really touched a lot of people. So because of that, that would be my favorite. <laughs> sorry, for okay. such a, sorry for such a long, complex answer. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> I had... I had the question, I wrote down what is that, like, that song about? Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's funny that you answer Oh, yeah, that. I do that. I answer, yeah. I, I'm psychic. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I have another good question. All right. So do you see one? What is your least favorite song that you made? my least favorite song that I made um it would be it would be a song I actually didn't make it was a song that was given to me back when I was working with um my horrible management and production team back then um that I still I'm still dealing with like issues with them at this point trying to like get back music that I actually wrote you know but they also Mm -hmm. gave me songs that like I just did not like to sing and automatic was definitely one of those because for me as an artist and Mm. and me as a person, I am not like, sorry if there's young people listening, but I'm just, I'm not an artist who wants to be sexualized and that's not my thing. And Mm. the song was very about like the lyrics were like, it's automatic the way you make me feel. And like, that might not be bad, but I remember it was like the intro started really like, just really gross about like i'll take you home tonight and like pretty much finish you off and i was like what the fuck is this mm-hmm. you know oh sorry but i was, <laughs> I was just like, okay. I was like what is this i'm like this isn't me and in the recording of it um from what i remember hearing back you could just tell it was uncomfortable you know it wasn't for me um so i would say that's mm. definitely my least favorite song i'm just not you know i'm not one of these people like they can pitch that song to mm-hmm. madonna or something that's just like that's just yeah. not for me <laughs> mm-hmm. you know so yeah that's my least that would be my yeah. least favorite Okay. Hmm. What have you been doing during quarantine? <laughs> what I've been doing during quarantine. That is a tongue twister. Oh my God. Yeah. Doing during quarantine. Um, say that fast. 
uh, like five times. Oh my gosh. Um, <laughs> what have I been doing? So while I was working, I was an essential worker, but I recently mm-hmm. left my job um, for a multitude of reasons. But mm. I am now really focusing in again on my music. I was, you know, I was multitasking. I was doing that essential job. I originally was doing two essential jobs. I quit one of them because it was just too much working two things during a pandemic, you know? Um, yeah. And I also was mm-hmm. like, not, I didn't have time for myself anymore and like for my music. So now I'm going back to doing full time um, live streaming. And that actually is a job. Mm. And, and no, not weird live streaming. I mean, like singing <laughs> and music. <Yeah>. Okay, <laughs> folks. Uh-huh. Um, nothing, nothing bad. Um, but yeah, I've been doing that and, and doing shows like that as, as a way, you know, to survive and also as a way to do what I love to do. Um, and I've yeah. been getting back into writing and just really focusing on myself in the meantime, because, you know, with this pandemic, sure, like at home right here, I can record with this little microphone, but it's not really mm-hmm. the good quality sound that I really like when I work with my producer. So until yeah. COVID is gone, you know, I'm just going to have these ideas in my brain until it's time to record. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do you miss? What do you miss doing? Um, mm-hmm. I miss performing like I miss doing live shows and I mm. hadn't done a, like a full band show in a long time and right after New Year's Day I believe it was uh-huh. January 9th yeah that was my first show at the Mint here in Los Angeles and that was wow. my first full band show in a few years so I was really wow. excited for that and I was like this is a great way to start off 2020 like I'm going to be doing more of these shows. And I even was planning a, a, a cross country tour for the summer. Oh, wow. um, yeah. And then everything, you know, everything happened. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I'm grateful for my health and, you know, I know some States are opening up, but it's just not worth my health and it's not worth mm-hmm. people who are in, in the band over here and in the band back in uh, New York state. It's not worth their health risking it. And it's definitely not yeah. worth, worth my, my fans and supporters to come out to a show and, and get sick. It's just not, Mm-hmm. Yeah, I completely understand it, but I do miss it. And I would say, um, on the opposite side of music, I miss going. Uh, I miss okay. I miss bowling, <laughs> and I miss I miss going to the arcade because I really liked playing Miss Pac Man. And I <laughs> I went right before like the pandemic hit, and I set a record. Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping that that high score stays there. And once everything's open again and it's actually safe, I can go and beat my own high score. That's all I want, okay? <laughs> like, I just want to beat my high score in Miss Pac-Man. <laughs> <That's funny. laughs> oh, man. I missed that so much. <laughs> oh, man. So what is one thing that you would do after this is all over one thing i would do um so you know I, i'm gonna be here i'm gonna be honest with you jacob mm-hmm. i'm gonna wait it out so once it really is quote unquote safe mm-hmm. i'm gonna let the herd of people who want to risk themselves i'm gonna watch them go mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna see how that turns out because if none of them get sick then i'll be like okay it's safe now i can go yeah. so i'm going to i'm i think i'm going to still kind of quarantine myself once this is over i'm going to i'm going to be safe you know what i mean yeah. mm-hmm. um, but once it is safe i would say the first thing i want to do oh shoot the first thing i want to just record because i had three songs ready to go right before the the pandemic hit mm-hmm. like my producer had the instrumentals ready i had everything ready to go and that we just didn't get to it. And then the pandemic hit, you know? Yeah. So I, I would say that's my first thing I want to do. I want to go record. Okay. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. 
Thank you. <laughs> How about you? I know this isn't your, hmm. I'm not interviewing you, but I'm just wondering, what do you want to uh, do? I think I want to maybe go to concerts again. I miss going to concerts. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mm-hmm. miss that too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to get into some fan questions real quick. So, Ooh, okay. One fan asked, when did you start getting into music? When did I start getting into music? Um, I was in the womb. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, but in all seriousness, I, I was in the womb. Uh, but when I, yeah, I would say very, very young age, um, like toddler. And I definitely was, I was already like in, uh, I believe in, kindergarten I was in like a gospel choir I believe and my mom had me registered to like these different singing groups I was in like so I started very very young Mm -hmm. um but I didn't start doing singing like alone and doing classical training I think I was seven when I started doing classical training and training my voice uh with professional teachers um and then I kept doing that up until I would say 12 or 13 and then mm-hmm. I was kind of like all right I want to kind of I want to expand I want to go beyond this yeah um and find like find my voice you know not just get stuck in one genre or not get stuck doing opera or doing uh musical theater nothing wrong with it by the way folks I'm not I'm not knocking it um mm-hmm. I just wanted to experience different different things and different genres and find myself mm-hmm. but yeah I would say I started you know started very young <laughs> and, and not much has changed I still love doing it that's good Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> Another fan asked, "Who inspired? Who inspires your music the most?" Who inspires my music the most? Ooh, that's a deep question. Yeah. <laughs> um, because I, I, you know what I mean. Because I feel like people can say, "Oh, well, I get inspiration from multiple like artists and this and that mm-hmm. and." I mean, I could say that, but I, I man, yeah, because for me, it's beyond that. It's beyond artists that I were I was listening to growing up. You know, I sh- of course, I I love like Mariah Carey, yeah. um, I love Alicia Keys, but I would say my biggest inspirations to just do what I was loving to do in the first place would be my my parents and my grandparents. You know, and mm-hmm. and still to this day, my mom is like a big inspiration. I mean, they all are, yeah. but my everyone has you know, everyone's passed on now, except for my mom. Hmm. Um, so, she, you know, n- don't pass on me, mom. <laughs> but you, you have to stay alive, mom. Um, but yeah, I mean, I would really say it, it was my family because I was very lucky in the sense and very fortunate that I had family members, um, my, you know, my close family that I knew that they really supported what I, what I was doing. And they loved that I loved music and they never once made me feel uh, like, oh, you need to quit and go be a doctor mm-hmm. or a nurse or a teacher. Like, they were like, no, this is what you want to do, then do it. We support mm-hmm. you. And I would say, you know, that that in and of itself was inspiring because it pushed me to do what I love. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I would, I would say my family. That's good. I like that. Thank You're you. Welcome. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so there's one last question, and it is, okay. where is your favorite place to make music? And what does the song writing process look like for you? Oh, okay. Yeah. My favorite place to write music. I don't have a favorite place to write music because 
like I said earlier, um, I could be in my car and I have to pull over. <laughs> it just, it hits, you know? Mm-hmm. So I, yeah, I don't have like a, a designated spot where I'm like, yeah, this is where I want to write. And this is my favorite spot. Um, I would say I do prefer it not being in my car, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I prefer being at home and having my laptop and my notebooks and, you know, mm-hmm. not having to pull over, like I said, but, um, the process for me, as I said, it, it just varies. Like there, like convenience, for example, um, the producer for that, uh, hush, he sent me that track and was like, do you think you could work with this G? And I was like, yeah, like, give me a minute. Mm. And I played it and I was literally at work, like one of my jobs. Um, <laughs> but I was on break. So I played it and literally right away, I was just like, like it just started hitting uh-huh. me and then I was like shoot gotta write this down and I had the lyrics hmm. within that that time frame he emailed it to me and I was like all right I'm ready to go he's like wait what I was like yeah when are you ready to record you know <laughs> so um there's that as for skeletons skeletons was one of those ones I was in the car mm-hmm. um but I wasn't driving this time my friend was driving and I was in the passenger seat thankfully hmm. but um the 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 melody came to me in the lyrics and I just wrote them on my phone I hummed it a few times a few different ways and then when I got home mm-hmm. um I wrote the chord progression how I wanted it to be on keyboard and then eventually when I got to record it with uh Jordan aka the ready set um he put together the track that you now hear for the song but he did that based off of the chord progression I did huh. uh, with the piano. So with that song, that's how that one looked. As for Break Me, that was a piano um, piano song as well that I wrote all myself, sent it to the other producer, Hush. And then he was like, all right, how does this track sound for it? And I was like, perfect. Mm-hmm. you know. So the process is different uh, for lots of things. As for like my albums that I put out before I moved out to LA, which they're not available anymore because mm-hmm. I was young and I don't like how my voice sounded then. <laughs> I'm kind of picky. Uh, but back then I was doing everything pretty much on my own. So I was doing my own production at that point and putting tracks together. Um, and then I even had an album that was all acoustic. So mm. it was just me uh, playing guitar and me playing piano. That was uh, the piano was mic'd and recorded. Uh, so yeah, I've, I've done it different ways. So that's how, I mean, the process for each, I'm so sorry mm-hmm. to that fan who asked that question because you're probably like, Jesus, that was like the longest answer. But that's that's the truthful answer. You know, it's the process for me is different every time. Um, you know, sometimes too, I sorry, this is like TMI, but I could mm-hmm. be in the shower and I bump my foot a certain way and I'm like, wait. Mm-hmm. And then I just start hitting, you know, like on the side of the wall, I'm like, doom, boop, boop, doom. and I start like just writing a song in the shower. And then I'm like, crap, I got to get out and write this down. Mm-hmm. You know, so the process looks different every time. But that's the beautiful thing about it. And it's, you know. Um, you know, I know for some people it's not, it's not that easy. So I know I'm very fortunate, but mm-hmm. I do believe that music does, you know, I, I really think music lives in all yeah. of us and we all have that ability. It's just that we need to, I think, kind of turn on our brain to that and, and to accept that because sure, like the first idea that pops in your head might not always be the best. There's definitely songs mm-hmm. that I've written out and then I go back to them and I'm like, this is horrible <laughs> and I fix it, you know, but then there's also ideas. It's like, they come to you and you never change it and it, and it works. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, I know this wasn't part of the question, but to anyone listening, like, please don't knock yourself. Don't give up just because writing isn't coming to you naturally or right away. It, it can take time for some people and that's okay too, but also don't be, super picky on yourself if something is flowing like write it down voice moment in your phone whatever you need to do but like don't lose that idea because it all starts with like an idea and it becomes a greater concept and you know then you get the finished product so it's always worth Mm. it that's good (laughs) 
Thank you. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. You're probably just like, this girl has the longest answers. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> I like it. Well, thank You're you. <laughs> so what is your what is your song skeletons about? Oh, skeletons. Okay, so skeletons is about, uh, as I mentioned earlier, that horrible manager and production situation I was mm-hmm. in. Um, so that's actually what skeletons is about. A lot of people think that's like a relationship song. And I'm like, you know what, this song can be whatever you want it to be about. And that's the point of my music. I want people to relate to it, how they see fit. Mm -hmm. Um, but as for me personally, no, the song is not like about an ex. It's not about even a friend. It's literally about what they did to me and how, uh, you know, one of them just fell off the face of the earth Mm -hmm. and like ran away. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And then the other one, uh, you know, is just out here living life like. He never did anything wrong. And that's what the line is about when it's like, you're living a life full of lies. Will you ever tell the truth for once? Mm -hmm. Um, If all the skeletons came out of your closet, would you still be proud? Because it's like, you know, you're putting on this, this look at me, you know, I'm a good person kind of show for people. And I'm Mm -hmm. like, well, if everything came out that you did, like, would you still be proud of yourself? So that's what that song is Hmm. about. Interesting. Mm -hmm. What is, Mm -hmm. what is your song break me about? Uh, break me so that one is that is a relationship mm-hmm. one um yeah that was about my my like first serious relationship um ever because like in high school like my parents didn't let me date but also I just didn't want to date anybody yeah. so uh you know <laughs> I was just one of those kids I was like I don't have time for this uh <laughs> and now I'm I th- now I feel that way again uh anyways I'm like I don't have time for this crap um but yeah break me is about um like my first relationship and and uh, how it panned out and I mean for the lyrics you could tell it wasn't it wasn't great mm. um but it's about you know putting not putting yourself into someone else because you never want to lose yourself in that degree but it's it's just about really putting your all into a relationship um and loving someone through all their mistakes and all their choices mm. um you know and their poor choices uh and the choices that hurt you mm-hmm. and still trying to forgive them because you believe that they can change and they tell you they can change and they can do better and they don't. And it gets to the point that it's like, you know, like it's like you're being hammered at until the point where you break. And that's why in the music video too, um, we decided to depict that with the mirror breaking and like with the glass ball breaking, because it's like everything reaches its point where it's finally just broken. Hmm. And it's like, okay, we can't fix this relationship. And now as a result of me trying to put up with your crap, I'm now broken. And now I need to heal. Mm. And that's what that song's about. Ah, yeah. That's cool. Thank You're you. <laughs> How does it feel when online radio stations play your music? Oh, it feels so great. <laughs> Dude, it feels so great. Like, I can't wait to be like, to me, it's, it's, it's like a, you know, there's, there's some artists out there, I think, that are like, oh, okay, like, you're on that radio mm-hmm. station or that one. Like, no big deal. And to me, I'm like, that's freaking big deal. Like, every step that you take as a musician in, in the right direction towards what you want to do, even if it's a setback for a little bit, it matters. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, it's important. And each little success counts. So, like, to have my songs on rotation on a radio station, even if even if it's just the online radio station, mm-hmm. it still gets... I still get people, new people who listen to me. I get new people who follow my journey yeah. and that's absolutely beautiful. And my song touches more people than it would have if it never was put on a radio. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? But hell yeah. Like we all want to be on the billboard 100, yeah. but to me, this is like, 
this is like that step, you know, you're like, Hey, I'm getting closer and closer. And once, when that happens to you, it, it really just kind of puts in perspective, Hey, if I can achieve this much, I can achieve even more. Mm -hmm. So I think it should definitely be celebrated. So for me, it feels really good. Like I love it. It's good. (laughs) Yeah. Thank you. Have you gotten on any mainstream stations? Not necessarily like mainstream, mainstream stations, mm-hmm. but I did get uh, Skeletons was put on Adobe Radio. Mm-hmm. Um, and Adobe Radio is a pretty big, like well-known online radio station. Mm-hmm. Um, so that for me was like, woo, victory. <laughs> I was like, yay. <laughs> I was really excited. And um, it, I noticed that it did have an impact on my listeners because I started to get more streams on Spotify. I got more purchases on iTunes, on um Google Play, Amazon Music, you know, everywhere. Mm-hmm. I like noticed it starting to really pick up. And I was like, you know, this really does make a difference. So any artist listening to this, like, don't knock a radio station just because they're not, you know, they're not Ryan Seacrest. Who cares? Yeah. Okay. It's, you mm-hmm. know, you're still getting your music out there. And that's the point. Mm-hmm. And it, the point is to touch people with what you've created. Yeah. So. Good. Yeah. <laughs> Thank <You're> you. <laughs> and I appreciate you very much, you know, for having my music on your station and you know even having me in your show online virtual show like i really really appreciate that you're welcome yeah (laughs) (laughs) so what mainstream radio station would you want to be on which i want oh hmm. i mean like i said i just want to be on the hot 100 countdown Hmm. i think that's ryan seacrest i think that's iHeartRadio mm-hmm. or something. Um, and I have been streamed like on iHeartRadio on like their online thing, but I want to be like on the radio radio. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because um, like that's really, like I said, that's still a good step too. Mm-hmm. But I would love just to just to hear the person be like, all right, number number one on the countdown is Giselle. Yeah. And I'd be like, oh, shit. <laughs> like, that's me. <laughs> um, you know, but I would really love that. I would even love to go back home mm-hmm. uh, where I grew up in Buffalo. I would love to go back and like, tune into kiss 98.5 or tune into um wblk and hear convenience on there because that is a pop r&b song so yeah. i'd love to hear it you know be on different radio stations and different genre stations because it could fit in those two categories so mm-hmm. it'd be so cool to just go home and put the radio on and be like oh my gosh like yeah i made it <laughs> you know <laughs> so what made you decide to start your own podcast (laughs) oh um okay so I actually tried doing it before Mm -hmm. and I don't really know what happened I just kind of (laughs) I don't know I think it was because a few people were like oh you should do it Mm -hmm. and I was like all right and I did it and then no one was listening and I was like you told me to do it and I was trying (laughs) and I did like two and I just I don't know I didn't I just didn't like it at that time but now like the way I see it is I want to do it. Cause I, again, I have people who are like, please do one. Like I'll listen. Mm-hmm. And people actually are listening this time. Good. Um, but it's like this time too, I'm, I'm doing it for the right reason. Like I'm not like, if people don't want to listen ever, that's fine. Mm-hmm. But I'm putting out, you know, my ideas on things. I'm talking about important issues that are important to me at yes. least and things that need to be discussed. So mm-hmm. I, I figure too, cause I speak a lot like on my Instagram stories. Mm-hmm. So I was like, if I do that there, I could just do this in a podcast mm-hmm. format as well. Yeah. Um, and of course, like all my podcasts aren't going to be upsetting, of course, but it's going to be an array of topics and subjects that need to be talked about. So mm-hmm. that's what got me into it. But I definitely would say um, the reason I restarted it was because you, you were having me interviewed here mm-hmm. on the anchor app. And I was like, well, if I'm going to have this account, 
I guess I can try again. Yeah. <laughs> so thank you. You're welcome. Anytime. <laughs> so I have one last question for you. Okay. Are there any upcoming projects that you can share about? Uh, yeah, I can. I can tell you. Okay. I was supposed to have an album out actually for my 25th birthday, mm. um, but with COVID, it didn't happen. So. That being said, I'm definitely planning to push that all back. I'm, I think I'm going to end up dropping like maybe two singles for the new mm-hmm. year just for, to hold people over once I can get those recorded. Yeah. And then I'm hoping to have the album at least out next summer mm. and then do a tour in co- like in correlation okay. with that. Um, correlation? Correlation? I don't know. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. My brain just stopped working. I was like, I don't know anymore. <laughs> Are we choral? Are we correlating? I don't know. Um, but yeah. I definitely, uh, I just, it's basically what I already have planned, but just kind of adapting it to the pandemic situation, Mm -hmm. you know, and doing it as much as I can do at this point. But I think the way things got pushed back at this Mm -hmm. point, I'm definitely going to have to put out two singles next year and then put out an album. Yeah. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, that was a fun podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. I really, really enjoyed You're welcome. it. Welcome. I liked the stuff that you talked about. It was interesting. Thank you, and thank you for the great questions. And to the uh, the fans who asked questions, thank you as well. I really appreciate it. Hey. <laughs> well, I hope you have a great day. Thank you. I hope you have a great day, too. Oh, one second. So mm-hmm. sorry. If anyone new is listening to me, definitely check out my, my oh, yeah. music. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. <laughs> you, I, was, I was like, I got my website. Um, it's GiselleMusic.com. That's I-T-S-G-I-S-E-L-L-E-M-U-S-I-C.com. So, yeah, you can check it all, all out on my website. Uh, all the links are there to my social medias as well. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, oh, shoot, I got to do it. (laughs) (laughs) So thank you so much for having me, Jacob. I really appreciate it. And again, I want to thank you for what you do. Um, You know, you you really are. No, so serious. Like you are to little artists, you know, you're making our dreams come true. Even if, you know, like I said, I know there's some artists that are not grateful for stuff like this. Mm -hmm. And they're like, Oh, well, it's not I'm not in Hollywood. Well, who the hell cares? Like, that's a step. And because of you, my music's been heard by people I never would have even met. Mm -hmm. So thank you so much for what you do. I really appreciate it. You're welcome. Anytime. (laughs) (laughs) I keep nodding my head. And I'm like, well, you can't see me. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Oh, man. But thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. You're welcome. Thank you. Have a great day, Jacob. (laughs) Thanks. Bye. Bye.